Well, hi there. We're in Second um, Timothy, and we're in chapter one, and we're just going to jump right into things today because we went a little bit long yesterday. So we're going to see if we can maybe balance some things out for you so that we can respect your time now that I've spent all that time talking about it. Terry, will you just read for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> yep, verses 13 through 18. What you heard from me, keep as a pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including Phygelus and Hermogenes. May the Lord show mercy to the household of Onesiphorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from the Lord on that day. You know very well in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. We were teasing that um, since we were going to make things shorter, we could just pretty much sum this up of like, don't be a traitor and um, love the people that God loved. The end. <laughs> yes, and didn't so he love everyone? <laughs> he did love everyone. He did love so everyone. That yeah, narrows it down. <laughs> and he even said, "Like what you do for the least of these, you do for me. You do for me. Yeah. That's right." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Onesiphorus really took that to the to heart when he took care of Paul and kept trying yeah. to find him. That was yeah. courageous. That I, um, I, I just wrote down, "Lord, please help me to be brave." Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my prayer today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and just looking how brave that was for him to do that. Nero was persecuting Christians. So you go to visit a Christian. Hmm. What's that thing about you? Very difficult, yeah. very difficult thing to do, but he pursued it and he pursued him. Well, Paul says here, you know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me. <laughs> Like, yeah. And then he calls people out, like including yeah. these people. So um, this was, that was very brave, which goes back to verse seven, right? That God gives us a spirit to not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love how he put power first in that verse. Mm-hmm. Power comes mm-hmm. first because you got to have power to love properly. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got to have a lot of power to be self-disciplined. <laughs> like, I can't touch yeah. that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? My Lent list is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, because I fail one day, and then I change it and go to another one. It's like I've just got this revolving list that keeps moving. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a new take on one day at a time. There you go. There you go. Yeah. uh, Talk about hard things. Uh, One thing, and this is at the bottom in day three, in an FYI box, Paul understood that the ministry would only become more difficult for Timothy with the apostles impending death. Wow, is that true? 
Because if people were attacking Timothy while Paul was alive, people mm-hmm. were coming at Timothy knowing that Paul was going to be ready to back him up. Think about how fast they're going to move on Timothy now. Yeah. I mean, they came after Paul while he was right. alive. Right. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's, he's just reminding Timothy that's going to happen. Right. Got up. Okay? Let's go. Yeah. Don't be surprised right. when, that's, when that comes. Um, happened to me. It's it's happened to you before. It's going to continue to happen. You have right. to withstand it. And the only way you're going to be able to do that is through the power of God. I think and, the... Oh, go ahead. Just going to say, he's just reminding him again to keep the pattern of sound teaching. All the stuff we already talked about and the guidelines and the boundaries and all that stuff... You just keep to that pattern and you'll stay the course, you know, yeah. you'll be heading true north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And part of that, we talked the other day about living in community and what that really means and being in the word and what that really means. And those are some of those guidelines that Terry is talking about because Paul told Timothy, like, surround yourself with people who are. Um, like wise teachers, distance yourself from the false teachers. Make sure that you are fanning that flame. Make sure that you know what you're doing. Stick to the word, stick to scripture. Those are good guardrails. There's that scripture in Ephesians about being tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. If If we stay in the security of those guardrails of staying in the word, staying in community, making sure that our teaching is wholesome, um, and that's an interesting word to me, that wholesome word. So I, for me, it's kind of like the basics. Make sure you keep the basics there. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, we were sinners. Jesus came in and gave himself as a sacrifice for us, an atonement for our sin. He rose again so that we could have new life in him. Keep those basics as your foundation. Then you're not going to be tossed around and blown about by every new teaching that comes along. And we've all lived long enough that we've seen a lot of new teachings come and go in the church. Um, Not that they were all bad, but the basics are the important thing. And we really need to stay focused on those things, on that foundation, have that good, firm foundation of the gospel. And and, um, Satan sent a lot of these people, I kind of feel like personally, because It's not just that they're giving a new teaching or it's a little bit off. These he's being warned about by their cunning and crafty men with their deceitful schemes. I mean, it's harsh. It's hard. It's they're not playing around. They're really trying to derail, as it were, the the gospel and Timothy. Well, because we have to remember we've got an enemy on this earth, and he is trying his best to derail all of us, to rob, steal, kill, destroy. He, he's after us. Um, and so not to get too carried away in that direction, but, but we need to be aware that there are, that the enemy has people out there working against us. So bringing false teaching into the church um, and leading men and women of God off that wholesome teaching off the right path. And those people are not walking around wearing horns on their heads, folks. No, they're right. not. In fact, they look pretty good and they sound pretty good. And yeah, yeah. yeah. they look normal, right? Mm-hmm. You can't yep. go by that. 
that's we the trickiness of it. Yeah. I think, you know, I just picture like we're in a fight mm-hmm. and I, um, <laughs> so I'm going back to the prophet, Mike Tyson, who said, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. That famous <laughs> quote, <laughs> which is true. And we may that have all true. these big plans that we're going to do as Christians and be all about us. The thing that keeps us back in that fight and standing right back up is our training that happened beforehand. So it's like how we are engaging in God's word. That's coming inside of us. That's never wasted, Mm -hmm. right? That's God um, setting us up for the prison time or whatever, that time that we may be struggling. Um, It's how how we train for these fights. Now I'm thinking back in James, the endurance, and going after that. Um, But... It, it, how important it is. I, I think you're right, Angie. And a lot of what you were saying too, just that wholesomeness, get those basics in, get those yeah. basics in and, and understand them and meditate on them and let them seep into you. You know, um, it's funny to me, we don't mind at all that we need to go to school right. <clears throat> to learn a trade or to prepare us for college to, to, so that we can have a profession. We're fine with being trained. If we're an athlete, so we got to go to practice every day. We have to spend so many hours doing drills or whatever we're doing. We understand that concept in the natural. Mm-hmm. Maybe those concepts are spiritual concepts too. And maybe we need to start seeing our spiritual life in the same way that we are in a battle and we have to be trained for it. You know, yes. we, we were talking earlier about the fact that um, Ukraine's military is standing against the Russians, um, that we had sent trainers over there. We've been training their military. And so they have some skills. Mm-hmm. We need those skills in the kingdom of God. And, and most likely to get skilled, you have to train or you have to and, be taught. And it's intentional. It's it not going to happen by accident. It's yeah. not mm-hmm. just going to wash over you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that doesn't negate the grace of God or the fact that right. we're empowered by the Holy Spirit um, because it is God who strengthens us and who empowers us to do those things that he's called us to do. But we still have a part to play in that, mm-hmm. you know, and that is to stay in the word, to stay in fellowship, to stay within those guardrails of good teaching and right teaching um, so that we can be effective. All of that happened for Paul before he got into prison. Yeah, all of that happened of for Anesiphorus or yes. <laughs> so yeah. for that guy to come in, so he had the courage to walk into that prison yeah. and find Paul. How many years was Paul off before he came, actually came back and started his ministry? It was quite a long time, wasn't three it? Years. Three, three years. Three years. So yeah. three years he was off learning from Jesus, yeah. um, mm-hmm. devoting himself to that, um, discipline, that teaching before he actually stepped into the ministry that God called him to. So he didn't just meet Jesus on the road to Damascus. And then the next day he right. was a super apostle. Right. I think we it's, forget that sometimes. It's so funny when you're saying that, I'm like, wow, wouldn't that have been amazing to have been trained by mm-hmm. Jesus. Jesus? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. Rosemary, that's what you get today that's through what, the yeah. Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, show up to class, kiddo. <laughs> And we can take notes. 
I yeah. know. <laughs> I can do that on my phone. You have yeah. phones. I know. <laughs> I was going to say to him, be trained by Jesus in the desert. And then I was like, no, I don't want to be in the desert. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> oh, That's my goodness. Funny. So, Angie, you're talking about, you know, making sure that we are trained. And we've talked about that. And then talking about um, James and Mike Tyson, which actually, what other podcast are you going to listen to where we quote Mike Tyson yes, and the brother of Jesus yes. <laughs> within like three sentences? Yeah. So, it's got to be a game show. Somehow there's a game show in there. I just think it's great too, that a woman actually brought that quote up. <laughs> oh, hey. Yeah. That's actually a pretty famous quote. Is it? It is. Yeah. Because yeah. it applies not just to fighting. To everything. We have all these plans, you know. Yeah. I think well, it was quite profound of him. So yeah. here's something that, like, is hard. It is hard to train for something like this, mm-hmm. to train for spiritual battle. Because if you are training to be in a fight, you can see the progress that you're making. You can see that you're getting faster. You can see that your muscles are getting bigger. You can see that your body is leaning out. You can see that when you um, are punching, the punching bag's going further, that your knuckles are cracking less. You can see all of these things, right? There's this physical aspect to it. You can see it with your eyeballs. But when you are training spiritually, there's nothing that you're looking at and going, oh, look, All of a sudden, my knuckles aren't bleeding every time I hit the punching bag. Oh, look, I have to buy new pants because my jeans don't fit anymore. There is, um, there's a whole different aspect to it, which I think means we need to lean even harder into that promise of, of the grace of God. But, but there are benefits that you will see. It's like, oh, wow, I didn't have to punch that person today. You know, not spiritually punch them. I didn't mean physically, but it's like, you're like, oh, I didn't have to do that. Oh, I was able to to walk away. Yeah, you start to see some of the fruits of the spirit being displayed in your life. Right. Um, And and yeah, it's it's not as... easy to see it sometimes as right. it is well, not like I need a new pair of jeans. I love that. Right. One. Right. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Yeah. After COVID I need new jeans too, but it ain't because I get <laughs> I, I love someone saying my goal at the beginning of COVID was to lose 40 pounds. Now after COVID, my goal is to lose 60, but I'm in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, keep going, buddy. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, yeah. You know, it. It is hard. And even Paul says it's hard, which is why he is encouraging Timothy over and over and over again to remember who he is and to remember who he belongs to and to remember what he was called to do because it's hard work. Yeah, It is hard work. Um, And sometimes you're going to be, sometimes people are going to turn their backs on you. Paul sees this. He's like, everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me. Everyone. Everyone. And sometimes it's going to feel like that. Mm-hmm. But if you're training and if you are in those guide rails, if you are in the word, if you are in community, if you are in relationship and remembering that really it all boils down to the grace of God, you too can overcome it. Yeah. Amen. Well, I think we all feel sometimes like we're alone. Or like we're just in it with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, 
those times do come. So don't panic when those times come. Just maybe be a little more intentional to get a little more fellowship, to get a little more uh, involved with somebody else. Um, I, Because I do think those times come to all of us, times where we don't feel connected. Um, we feel like we're in it by ourselves. Um, and I think that's just a, a call um, to remember that Jesus is the purpose of everything and that we are not in this alone. This is not all about me. It's about Him. Um, and so I want to do things His way because that's the only way. Um, and His way says, you know, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves. <laughs> Get together with other people. Talk about my word. Um, meditate on my word. Um, make me the focus of everything, the center of everything, and I'll get you through it. Mm-hmm. That's true. <coughs> That's it. But it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. Sometimes life is well, just hard. Got up, Suzanne. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> That, and that, that's really what it comes down to, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully, well, I think a, go ahead. Americans, especially, we, we tend to think that, you know, we've had, pretty, we've had it pretty easy. No real discrimination when we were growing up um, for being Christians. No, no real hardship in this country since the end of World War II. Um, not really, not compared to the rest of the world. And so I, I think sometimes we're kind of babies. <laughs> you know, we think every little thing is just so hard. We're a little soft. <laughs> we're a little soft. Yeah. yeah, little babies. Yeah, and I think that we've got to toughen up and get our eyes off this world and um, onto the spiritual world. We need to be a little more spiritually focused and not so earthly focused sometimes. Um, because that's going to put our eyes on Jesus. As long as we keep fixed on him, we'll be fine. But, but we get distracted very easily. Oh, there's a squirrel. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, there's a bird out outside my window. Yeah. It's, it's just so easy for us to get distracted. Yeah. Some of hey. us more than others. Some of us. <laughs> yeah. And before we jump ahead, because I was like, oh, we could, this pertains to what we're talking about next. So before we get distracted, I'm going to pray for us and end our day. How about that? Okay. okay. Sounds good. Jesus, thank you. Um, thank you for showing us what it looks like to live in community. Thank you for the example of Paul and his encouragement to Timothy. Thank you for um, Onesiphorus, Onesiphorus. God, whoever, whatever his name is, um, just thank you for him and his <laughs> faithfulness and the example that he set of how he um, loved on Paul and to the extreme where he did not turn his back on him when everybody else in Asia did, God. Um, but just the example of how we can continue to encourage, how we can stand, how we can be faithful. Um, I pray that you would show us how to live that out in our lives today. Um, and tomorrow and next week and um, just 
the way that we build our relationships, the way that we focus on you instead of what's going on in our immediate circumstances, God. But just um, as Angie said, just to turn our eyes more toward the spiritual. And um, as Rosemary said, just to God up and do it. Um, and I just pray that you would show us how to how to live that and how to be those examples um, for not only ourselves, but our, our families and for the um, people that we encounter. And um, I just thank you for your guidance and I thank you for your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>